0: to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Good evening, everyone. We do have handouts for you this evening, and we'll distribute them to you in a couple minutes. i got several remarks I'd like to make ahead of time. Uh, (coughs) Now let me start by saying this. When you get your handouts, you'll you'll recognize that the date on them (coughs) will say September 28th, which is when we normally would have done it. But hence we had this precarious storm that was hindering us for a while. And so that didn't work, but you're still going to have the exact same handout. Ju- the date will just be a little different. And in reference to that, uh, on this particular date, Luann was scheduled to be ministering tonight. But because of the change, she graciously said, I could just go ahead and do my class on this date. And then when PT's back, I'm sure he'll sign her anoth- another date. But I appreciate that. so. Uh, another thing we do maybe not all the times but several times when I've ministered I like to have us take about a minute a minute and a half or two minutes praying in the spirit Uh, I think probably most everybody here knows about that if there's anybody that doesn't know about it you're welcome to just go ahead and pray in English Uh, what it's doing it's giving our spirit man place for the Holy Spirit to be able to minister to us this evening. He's the one the Bible says He takes the things of His and then reveals them unto us. And so, and you'll find that in your own studies and plenty of other instances, things that just come to you. So we will will do that as well. In fact, let's do that right now. Let's just go ahead and take a minute or so praying in the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Guri Amando, Satra Basidi Alamando, Satra Mosokotoro Badiske Dalababamando Sabase, Rimase Kulia Bahandolama Mashikaro Baboso, Roma Mom Shitilia Basatatalama Mashandela Mamasakela, Uda Mamasita Basita Basota Kalota, Roma Mositilia Basita Via Talama Massakatai, Satra Mamasikori ma si kodamama si tolamama ita talamama si kalabosaho misagida we give you entrance spirit of the living god we give you entrance musababashi kelamama sakatala babasakatai mandamama sakala mamando sakura rabobosha kiti mihi lamama sakala babanda we yield ourselves to you, Holy Spirit. We yield ourselves to you. Thank you, Thank, you, Thank, you Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. <coughs> Uh, <clears throat> I may look like Johnny Cash this evening, the man in black, but <clears throat> I promise you I won't try to sing any of his songs, all right? So, <laughs> glory to God. This, uh, this shirt that I'm wearing, I was graciously gifted by a couple, and uh <clears throat> so I like it. <laughs> if nobody else likes it, I like it. Praise God. <laughs> glory to God. Glory to God. Uh, Another thing we'll usually mention in our classes, and again, it's none of my business really how many people in here tithe or don't tithe, I encourage you to tithe, and because that's what's gonna bring the blessing of God in your life, it's gonna enable it to happen. Uh, And so, you will have, on the handouts, you'll have something that mentions that also, but I thought I'd address that ahead of time. The tithe simply means it's, it's the first tenth, and it's holy and belongs unto God, the Bible tells us, and you'll have the information you can look it up for yourself if you haven't already in the past, but it's it's important that we do that <clears throat> and on september twenty fifth Pastor Tom ministered here, and not that it's any big deal, but usually on every Sunday and Wednesday while that I'm here i uh I take notes and uh and so you know, I can't always grasp everything that's going along, and sometimes, uh, you know, I'm trying to be taking notes, and all of a sudden, I'm getting something, let's say, Pastor, Pastor Tom, or Tasha, or Ben, whoever ministered, all of a sudden, something comes up to you. Well, now I have stopped writing notes, because I need to take at least a few words down on what that was, so I can recall it again later, or whatever. So, and you'll you'll find that happening from time to time, because the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals things to us. He can help us to understand these things. Uh, (coughs) So anyhow, on September I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and pass those handouts out, because it can take you a minute to do that also. Uh, And if you happen to see anybody that comes in late this evening, let them know these handouts are up here on the front desk or whatever. It is good paper. Well, it ought to be for what they charged me for. If you look at the top top line on here, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> September twenty fifth, September twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, Pastor Tom ministered on that date, and these are statements that he made. And if you've taken notes, you may have one your own thing also. He shared this. He said, <clears throat> in "The following three months, specifically, he said, October, November." in December. Trust God, follow the Holy Spirit, and He will make you prosperous. Now I don't know if that was ever in his note. I started to get a sense that, that it probably came up in a prompting to him in that morning. But I took note of that, and that's partly how one of the things I'm going to be ministering on this evening. I think I think that was very important. <clears throat> Stay in tune with the Spirit of God and seek first the kingdom of God. That's something we really have to do all the time anyhow. So. And then I've already mentioned a little bit about the tithe, and you'll see the reference in there when, and whatever. <coughs> so now the ones, what we're going to be doing mostly this evening is this section of Scripture that's in the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 19, in verses 11 to 27. If I can get my handy device to work here. On it. Yeah, good for you. All right. There we go. I think you're going to find some interesting things in this. (coughs) So the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 19, verses 11 27, and as a note says there will be a major direction this evening, as you choose to follow the Holy Ghost, he will show you things to come. (coughs) Reading from verse 11, as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable because he was nigh to Jerusalem and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. Verse 12. He said, therefore, and you'll notice from all these scriptures we're going to read this evening that you see in the list there, all of these are in red, which means it's Jesus the matcher teaching this. And I think he knows a thing or two about it. He said, a certain, <clears throat> excuse me, nobleman, let me get a drink so I won't have to keep coughing on you here. I can't tell you what's in the bottle because you probably all want some, but that's all right, so. A certain nobleman went into a far country to receive, I suppose that word is, Amen. Absolutely. Greek twenty nine eighty three lambano. And what does lambano mean? To take oh. or to get a hold of. Absolutely, that's exactly what it means. And that's what he wants you and I to do. And that's pal- mm-hmm. partly about what this class is about this evening. A certain old man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So we are planning to go someplace obtaining a kingdom, and then he was going to return. Verse 13, And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. So how many servants did he have? Ten servants. And he had the ability to give, give all ten servants ten pounds. <clears throat> and he said unto them, Occupy till I come. Uh, let me give you the definition of the wording on that one as well. And again, if you have any translations that do that, I've mentioned Esword plenty of times. is one that I use. It doesn't have to be that. There's plenty of other ones out there. <clears throat> And some of these words, the letters are so long, I'm not even going to try to say what the word would be. I have no idea. It's just got umpteen letters in it. But here's what it means. To busy oneself with, to trade, (coughs) or to occupy. Noticing the heading on our thing was increased by trading. Well, there's a reason for that, some of the words that are used in here. And you say, <coughs> thank you. You say, well, you're trying to make us out of traitors this evening? No, not necessarily. You may or may want to in your life, no, it doesn't make any difference. But <coughs> I found it interesting in the way these these references, what they mean in them. Uh, to busy oneself, to occupy thyself on a business, or to be a banker or a trader. <coughs> I find it very interesting, and we find these words, trading, in bankers and other selves in this context. I mean, it's in these, see, if you look up the definitions of these words, it's in there. <coughs> so we told them, occupy till I come. Verse 14, but his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. Makes me think they may be a little bit brain dead. Or certainly had some, some agenda against Jesus or whatever. But it's, it's interesting that it's in there. But that's exactly why it's in there. Some of these enemies didn't like that. These are strong words, they hated him. Makes you wonder what they're doing there, so. That particular word means to pursue with hatred or detest. So they detested him. But that's all we're going to hear about them. so that's a good thing. And it came to pass that when he was returned, who are we talking about there? I think. Who's going to do any returning? Jesus. Who's that? Jesus. Well, go back up Amen. to verse thirteen. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, "Occupy till I come." Mm-hmm. So, is this man that gave the servants a pound each? <coughs> and so this other guy comes up with his wacko message here. How he didn't like him, was not to be ruler over him or whatever? <coughs> But in verse 15, it came to pass that when he was returned, having received, there's the word lambano again, the kingdom. So he was going to get a kingdom, and he did that. And so now he's returning there, and he commanded these servants to be called unto him to whom he had given the money. This man above is this wise student. So he expected them to do something with it. And the story will go on. To be called unto him to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Isn't that interesting? Not necessarily like a test in school, but he wanted to know. You know, I delivered unto you a pound, which is, you know, it's not a pound of cheese or whatever. But in that day, it was was a currency, and it meant something. And he was in position enough to be able to give everybody there a pound. (coughs) And he expected them to do something with it. He wanted to see how much they gained by trading, and this is the section we're going into now. How much every man had gained by trading. <clears throat> that particular Greek word, it's even got more letters than the previous one, but it means to thoroughly. I'll, I'll just see if you want it. It's unbelievable amount of letters in it, and I couldn't begin to pronounce it. I can pronounce it if you want. Okay. Go right ahead. I can read, Go right ahead. Okay. Well, let me know you get it. All right. Uh, <clears throat> So the definition of this, it means to thoroughly occupy. By implication, now again, I'm not making this up. You can see if you look up this definitions in, in there, you'll see it. So it's to thoroughly occupy itself. And then by implication, to earn in business, oh, and guess what? To gain by trading. Why in the world is this thing coming up so many times? You find anything yet there, yeah, Greek lady? To, it Whatever <laughs> it is, So. <laughs> You can see why I didn't try. Yes, really. <laughs> I see. No. Not a problem. You have a valiant effort in you. I know, appreciate that. So, Like I say, a lot of letters. So to thoroughly occupy oneself and by implication to earn in business and gain by trading. It is isn't happenstance that that is coming up so many times this evening. <clears throat> now verse 16 then came the first the first of the servants then came the first saying Lord interestingly he calls him Lord huh? well he is a master he's a master in their servants saying Lord thy pound because again they recognize that they were given this pound it didn't cost them anything he wanted them to occupy by trading Thy pound hath gained ten pounds. All right. Next verse, verse 17. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful. Should be no no, uh, hidden thing in that, but let's look at it anyhow. This word is pistos. It means trustworthy, trustful, and faithful. He said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little. Interesting. It's talking about least in size or small. So in this steward's mind... He gave them all a pound. Well, it wasn't, it, it wasn't just a minor thing. <clears throat> but his, this guy that did this first, he said, Thy pound hath gained ten pounds. Well, that's pretty good multiplication, is it not? The guy gave him one pound. Now, we do not have much definition here at all of how long they held on to this money, how much they did trading and stuff with it in business, but this is the record that we're getting. And again, it's all in red as Jesus speaking. <coughs> and so, verse 17, he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have authority over ten cities. Authority. Yeah, we got so many of them in here. Delegated influence, jurisdiction, sounds like a legal term, liberty, power, might, and strength. That's what this definition of this means. So he was pleased with this first to come give his record or whatever. Thou shalt have authority over ten cities. So he was given a pound. He gained to have 10 pounds. And now he's been given authority over 10 cities. Excellent. Moving along to verse 18. And the second came saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. So we're going to have the same same definitions for these words, because it's it's a similar and repetitive thing that they're they're doing here, or whatever. Uh, Let me see. Oh yeah, so the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds, and he said likewise to him, be thou also over five cities so he has a a ranking procedure if you will on what they did with what they gave him and they were producing anyhow <clears throat> be thou over five cities next verse verse 20 And another came saying, uh, "There's a lady that came and sit in the back. She's just going out the door. But if somebody could give her a paper, you got one there for her? Yeah. Okay. Well, if if you're giving away Patrick's, that's good. But no, make sure you get another one back there. So." So, verse 19 again, he said, Likewise to him, be thou also over five cities. Again, he's been commending, being commended with what he did and something being added into his life. He has authority over five cities. This next part's getting a little bit more interesting here now. And <clears throat> another came saying, Lord, behold, Here is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin. Hmm. If Jesus gave you a pound, in the language we've been reading about, he wants you to occupy in a business or by trading, and you decide you ain't going to do it. I have a idea Jesus is not going to be too pleased with that. Then we're going to see why. Here's something I think it's interesting also. <clears throat> Verse twenty again. Another came saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound which I have laid up in a napkin. What in the world can come out of that? That might be interesting. I think you're about to find out. that word napkin, I guess he thought he was doing a good job. I'm going to lay it up in a napkin. Well, okay, if that's all you got to put it in. You know, you didn't have any briefcase, didn't have any great wallet or whatever. So, but wait to hear this definition. This thing that he laid up in this napkin, this is the definition. A sweat cloth. Oh, isn't that just wonderful? You're going to be glad to get that back. A towel for wiping the perspiration from thy face. Or of a corpse. Is it going to get any worse? Great deal. This pound that you were given, you laying up the sweat cloth in a napkin. Un- unbelievable. Uh, whoops. Let me move that one. I wanted to see if Thayer said anything different. Okay, phase so that adds a little bit more. Still a handkerchief. A cloth for wiping respiration from the face. <clears throat> it's gonna get a little bit more nasty at this point. It's in there, hope you can look it up and read it for yourself. So press wipe for wiping perspiration from the face and for cleansing the nose oh and also for swathering the head of a corpse. Hello no wonder he didn't do anything with it. But again, he thought he was doing great to just lay it up on a napkin. So. All right. You're going to find out that Jesus wasn't too enthused about that. Look at verse 21. And this explains why he would have done that. It says, For I feared thee. Is fear ever any good in our life? Then the adversary comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. He'll gladly try to put any type of fear in our life. Doesn't matter what it is. If we can just get an iota in there, it'll grow. Says, for I feared thee. That definition is to put the flight by terrifying. To be in fear or to be afraid, or to be seized with alarm. Not a very good situation. And I would imagine, don't raise any hands, but you've probably dealt with fear somewhere in your life. He'll come along sometimes, the least time we know it. And all of a sudden, you can find yourself thinking about something that ain't very good. You know, that, that it's designed to get us into fear, to take our attention off from the kingdom of God, off in the word of God, off from the goodness of God, but to try to lock us up with fear or whatever. And so this is what was happening here. <clears throat> Reading verse 22 again, He saith unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant, Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Now, let me say this as we're going on. Jesus is basically speaking out what this guy was talking about. Don't confuse it to mean that Jesus is an austere man. He takes up, we didn't lay down No, That's not the case. That's what this guy tried to put on him because he was in fear. But that's not the case with Jesus. Thou wicked servant, that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore, then gavest not thou my money into the bank, that at my coming I might have required mine own with usury. Again, This is a whole context that's got to do with finances in my life and your life. And this is what Jesus was telling him. He says, well, if you thought that bunch of junk that you had because you was in fear, the least you should have done was taken that that I gave you and he would have got a pound like all the other ones, and then at least put it in the bank, that at my coming, I may have it with usury. Any idea what usury is? What's that? There you go, interest, yeah usury. Let me look up a couple here. Okay, so that at my coming I might have required mine own with usury. Let's look at that word, required, to start with. Oh, come on. I'll get it in a second. To practice to exercise the practice to be busy with. Required mine own with usury. Usury is interest on money loans. Oh, come on. Why does this keep doing that? It's an operator problem, I know, but uh, there we go. You don't want to do that for me, huh? All right, we'll move on. I don't know why. Maybe if I move my whole screen up, it might help. All right, let's go to verse 24 then. Again, it's in read Jesus saying, He said unto them that stood by, Take from him. Now, who's the him we're going to take something from? Amen. man, did you bring papers back, those two ladies back there? Uh, and he said unto them that stood by, Take from him the pound and give it to him that hath ten pounds. Now you have gotta know, this would have severely hacked that guy with a sweat cloth and all, because Jesus taking it right away from Jesus is the one that gave it to him to do something to gain by trading. He did nothing with it. He hid it in a sweat napkin, and so now Jesus' response is this: Take from him the pound and give it to him that hath. How many pounds? Ten pounds. In other words, the one that produced the most with what Jesus gave them to do, to gain by trading. They were all given one pound, all ten of them. But this guy did nothing with it, as we've just read Ad Nauseam here or whatever. And so now he says this, Take from him the pound and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. Uh... You don't think Jesus can calculate? He knows what's going on. <clears throat> For I say unto you that unto everyone... How many? Everyone. Would that include you and me? Yes. I believe it would. For I say unto you that unto everyone which hath shall be given... And from him that hath not, even that he hath, shall be taken away from him. But those mine enemies, which would not that I should reign over them. You ready for this one now? In the red. Bring hither and slay them before me. And so you have a great question for me. Are you sure that's in your Bible? Look in yours. And see what it says. That's why I encourage you to use some type of concordance or Bible study aid so you can look up the meaning of these words. Exactly what they were doing. And so he meant exactly what he said. Let's read it again as high as it is. But those mine enemies, which would not that I should reign over them, bring hither and slay them before me." Well certainly, I mean, you're not going to beat him in the face out of it. I thought it going to get worse than that. Let's, uh, let's look at the definition. <coughs> uh, that they should, that I should reign over them, bring hither and slay them before me. The word slay in the Greek means this, just so we can be clear. It means to kill down, comma, to slaughter. Certainly it couldn't mean that. Certainly it does mean that. This is the importance. This is the, uh, oh, what's the word I want here? <clears throat> You can't tell me the word I want, because I can't even tell myself the word I want. (laughs) But anyhow, I want to come up with another word to do it. But, uh, what's that? Well, uh, let me, oh, come on. I want to bring this other definition up it'll do it. It doesn't want to do it, you son of a gun. I just wanted to see what Thay is. Okay, Thay is going to say similar. Thay's definition is to kill off or to slaughter. So you get the picture. And so it was the very same situation in Jesus' mind. And, we, and if you were here to be able to read the whole thing, and if you did not, you have a handout. Go read these things for yourself. I, can't bring up, I, I can bring up things that came to me that were pointed out to me in this, and so I shared them with you. But the Holy Spirit's very capable of showing you something that may be tremendous in your eyes and something that you needed just because I didn't bring it out this evening doesn't mean it's not worth it. Of course it's worth it, especially if the Holy Spirit brings it to you in understanding. But this is the importance. This was a man who graciously gave 10 people a pound to go do something, to trade, to occupy, to do business. And then when he called them to wreck it, we went down through them and all. In this last individual, didn't fit the boat. And again, as we've already said a couple times now, it was because of fear. It's about getting into this man's life. Now, he may have other issues either. He may not like Jesus. I don't know. But he didn't want to do anything with it. And so fear is something that can hinder us in our lives. When it comes in finances in our lives, you have to be able, in the area of finances in your life, and again, one of the first things we covered, The tithe is the first tent and it's holy and belongs unto God. That's what needs to come into all of our lives before you can operate in the kingdom of God successfully. And he wants to do that for all of us. The Bible says he's not willing that any should perish, that all should come to the truth. You can say, well, some rank center off the street are cost. Guess what? You and I are a rank center off the seat someday. You and I probably did some things we don't want to talk about. And I know I fit that boat, so. But anyhow, where was I going with that? Uh, Oh yes, so when it comes to finances, and just because it's used the term several times as we've read through this, gained by trading or doing business. Now, whether you do trading or not, it doesn't make any difference. I happen to do trading. I have done it for several years. I find it interesting, I just don't do it on my own Way back when when I first started, I did it on my own because I thought it was a big shot. When well, we found out, you know, when your money is going down like that, you ain't much of a big shot. So, <clears throat> anybody can do that. So anyhow, now I pay an individual a yearly fee and I'm on with him every day. Well, every day that the market's open, and most days it is. And that brings up another thing before I forget it. Does anything know anything about today's date, what might be special? Blank face. What's that? Holiday, yeah. Yes, it is. What is it? Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is a Jewish holiday, and it's one of the most sacred Jewish holidays that there is. And in fact, this individual that I follow, not that it's any big deal, he happens to be a Jewish man himself uh, who does very well. And he gave allegiance, I mentioned that on his broadcast today, I thought it was wise of him to do it. I mean, he does, I mean, he literally has thousands of people following him because of what he does and how he's done it for years. But anyhow, Yom Kippur is, is on this date today right here. And it actually would have gone from last night until tomorrow. And then and it's over. But it is a very, very sacred holiday in the Jewish, Jewish religion. So. so we fit that one in good. <coughs> Uh what was I going to do after that? Anybody know? Probably not. So hey man, make something up. Yeah. Oh, like right. You were just yeah. telling us that anybody knows yeah. it us. Yeah. So Who knows where I was going from this? So anyhow, <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do real good when I first got started. Like I said, I was an idiot. But then so now I do pay for service, and the guy that I do it with, no big deal. and am going to belabor the point. But uh, he, uh, he'd been trading for many, many, many years. In fact, when I first started trading, I used a company called Think or Swim. Sort of a catchy name, sort of a strange thing, but that's who I first started trading with. I had an account with them, and I still have that same account till today. In today. But uh, <coughs> this individual was there with him. He, he helped them start Thinkorswim. He's made many of the programs, and Thinkorswim does have a ton of stuff available to you. I mean, I couldn't even begin to describe it all or whatever. But uh, anyhow, <clears throat> just to get another point or two out, when he was with them at one point, and they had clients all over the world, not just the United States of America. And He used to, at one time, because of his position, he could see every trade that everybody was making because that was part of his job, what he had to do. And so at that time when he tells this story, and like I told you, they had this all over the world, they had, uh, what was the exact number again? I don't want to give you a, a false number here. But I want to say it was something like 20 or 30 million clients around the world. So there's a lot of money in the stock market. There's a lot of money to be made in the stock market. If you don't think so, look it up and see it go like <laughs> for the last 12 weeks. But there's been, there's been a few FEW, not a LOT, there's been a few updates. <coughs> uh, but anyhow, I don't know how in the world I got on that. So anyhow, this whole thing, how it comes in by gain by trading. But I happen to like it, and I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, and so it's not for everybody, that's for sure. And it, and it takes a while. Like, I mean, I guess another reason would be, that in all fairness, I have the ability to be at home and to do that. In other words, I don't have to work a job right now. I'm retired. I didn't say retarded. I said retired. You may have thought I was retarded in some areas, but no. <clears throat> so anyhow, don't feel that you have to become a traitor. The whole point, that has to do with finances, multi, a, lot, a lot of finances. But anyhow, God is interested in that for my life and for your life. He's interested in that for everybody's life. He wants to have you do increase in your life financially speaking he wants that for you, he's not holding it back from you, and so you and I have to be able to just grab a hold of his word and make a choice well I'm going to believe that you say well I, I don't I don't know if I know how to do all that, don't worry about that the Holy Spirit can show you how to do this thing, if you be willing and obedient the Bible says, you will eat the good of the land and so that's a promise, you're going to say well I don't know. I I think I'm willing. I know I can be obedient if I wanted to, but I don't know if I need the final of the land. Well, you can, and that's where our faith comes in again. We have to believe God's word, what he says, and it comes line upon line, precept upon precept. Rome wasn't built in one day, and so it's not going to change in one day in our lives or whatever, but God has things, for you and I. And he definitely wants to see you increase in your life. Don't, don't allow yourself to just be, if I can use this word, stagnant in the area of finances. I mean, you may be getting along, okay, you may be doing all right, but you could be doing more. You could be doing more. And when the Bible talks about seed time and harvest, that's what his plan is. And again, I won't, I, you know. I, there's, there's no reason to do that. I'll just tell you that I definitely sow seed every, every single month to multiple ministries. But I have the ability to do that now and I want to do that. And Pastor Latasha, we were just talking this past Sunday, the Bible talks about, what are they now? 30? What's the next one? 60. 60? How about the top line? 100 fold. Well, how in the world Can God get you a hundredfold? It's not hard. For him. But for us, we have to be able to believe. We need to choose to believe that and trust him in that. So sowing seed, the Bible clearly talks about seed time and harvest. He wants us to operate him with that because that's his idea. He's the one that's made that there's going to be a harvest on the seed that you sow. And so he wants that in our lives. So I encourage you. Whatever it amounts to. It doesn't have to be any particular thing I said this evening or didn't say. But again, I would just encourage you spend some time praying in the Holy Spirit about your own life. And you don't have to be for 45 minutes constantly. Pray until you feel you've done what you need. And then, He that hath an ear, let him hear. He will speak to you. Have you ever thought of that? How in the world? I mean... We'd have a hard time speaking to everybody in this room right now. There ain't many of us here. Well, there's billions of police people on the planet. They probably don't don't all have iPhones or whatever, but there's that many people on the planet, and that doesn't confuse his switchboard at all. Every message gets through is coming to him. He doesn't lose a thing, doesn't lose a word, doesn't lose, lose a jot or a tittle. Okay, glory to God. We'd beat that one to death. Uh, If my trusty servants could help me again. Oh yeah, did I give you that? I did not. It would help if I would. This is another handout. I don't usually do uh, two handouts in one session, but I did this time on purpose. And we don't have to go through all these. In fact, we won't. uh, Actually... One of the old ones. More. Yeah, yeah. I'm take one up to Patrick. We gave his away. I'll give you a chance to start looking at this. Patrick, you get a rebate on your first page because he gave yours away. So, glory to God. <clears throat> we won't go through them all, but I want you to look at number one and number two. And uh, I'll explain it. Some of you probably already figured it out, anyhow. I use a lot of different, you know. Instead of spelling things out, anybody got any idea? I think that lady back there in the blue will. But anybody got the idea what KCM might stand for? Keeping cash money. Huh? Keeping cash money. (laughs) Good. Sounds good. That's not what I was thinking. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, 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 look at that. Two minds. We better hang on to that then. (laughs) Hey, write that down. Give me a second. Give me something to scribe here. Who? Where was it over there? Kenneth Copeland. Yeah, Kenneth Copeland Ministries. That's why I was picking on you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So both of these came, and I listened again. I don't need to belabor when we do all that stuff, but I listened to many of them first thing in the morning, early. But this first one, Kenneth Copeland Ministries. This is what he said: Debt is the umbilical cord to lack. They may not know a whole lot, but what do you think is the best thing to choose? The, 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 the lack? I hope not. I hope not. Debt is the umbilical card to lack. But same person, Kenneth quote ministry, said the tithe is the umbilical card to prosperity. Said it a little different way than what we were talking about a little, a little earlier. Exactly what it is. That's what the tie is. It's he, his term is the umbilical cord to prosperity, and so <clears throat> I would say, don't choose that first card for lack. Choose this second one for prosperity. All right. Yes, <clears throat> uh, I ask a sure. Don't mean I got an answer, but go ahead. One of these fine people will, I'm sure. So. So if you have debt. Yep. But you know that the way out of debt is to sow a seed. Uh-huh. How do you balance that? You just follow the Holy Spirit and what to sow, because you're trying to get the debt yeah. paid. Yeah. So you only have a limited amount of money. True. True. So it has to get split. How would yep. you split? Well, that, that's a good question. And uh I may have a different answer, another story. We don't want any more stories, but anyhow. <coughs> Man looks on the outward, God looks on the heart. He knows exactly what you want to do in your life. He knows you don't have X number of dollars. He knows if you're in some kind of debt. He also knows if you're ever willing to sow. I mean, even a dollar, even, not even a dollar, maybe 50 cents, something. Start somewhere. He sees that, and that Bible calls it increase. And it will work. So do not allow the enemy, to, anybody here that's got any kind of debt, do not allow the enemy to beat you down in fear and doubt and unbelief. He's a bum. He didn't know anything about it. <laughs> Jesus is our Lord and Savior. That's right. He's the head of the church. He's, this is, we read everything we read today. It was almost all in red. This is what about he wants us to be there. So do not allow fear to come in. Do not allow it. Choose to believe God's words. How's it going to happen? Line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. It may not all happen today. Probably won't all happen today. Guess what? You probably didn't get in debt all in one day. But you can come out and he will do that. He'll make a way where there is no way. He absolutely will. I've seen him do it in my life. Fortunately, I don't have debts now. Praise God. They don't have that sound. But part of that is resulting on different things. I mean, like I say, I, so, I support many, many different ministries every single month because I can now, because I want to now, and I know there's seed time and harvest. So if anybody does have any debt, do not allow him to put condemnation on you. God is not condemning you. He wants to help you. He absolutely wants to help you. Answered the question at all? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Let's go down to verse 9. This one you know also. Luke 6, 38. Give. Oh, yeah. Here we are talking about giving again. Giving something. But what's it say? Give, and it shall be given unto you. Uh, Meagrely, once in a while, maybe. No. no. Press down. Shaken together and the Bible also will go on and say, press down shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. Well, how's a man gonna give into my bosom? Don't worry about it and don't fight about it. Just let him do it. Find out how he's gonna do it. Uh, number eleven. This is another one. Uh, it, although I didn't put the initials down, this is another one that came from Kenneth Copeland. He said, "In 2022, you will know what to do." So I suggest we grab a hold of that one also. Number 12, sowing and reaping is a covenant. You ever heard that word, covenant? Yes. Any use? Any you? Yeah, I will get it out. Any of you in here that are married, you know what a covenant is. It was in your marriage vows. I mean, most generally it was. Who knows what they're doing now? But uh, it's a covenant. Uh, 13, on the last one, I just want to mention something about this. 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, Changed into the same image, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Let me look at another page here. I think I had something I wanted to share with you. Okay. Let me give you one more reference that I do not believe I mentioned. and You can write it on your uh, study sheet there, Increased by Trading. The reference is going to be Genesis chapter 1 and verses... 26 through 28. You're going to find the words, when you read those scriptures, you're going to find the word image and likeness. Very important. Look those up. Look at the meanings of those words and see what's there. And so whoever said what, I'm glad you said it because I I don't believe I gave that one out earlier. So but image and likeness, very key words in that Genesis one twenty-six and 28. Okay, how are we doing? Maybe I'm already over time here or something, but I got Any questions? Doesn't mean I have the answer, but any questions? I mean? I like uh, bullet point 10. What's that? Your 10th your uh, point that you made, number yeah. 10. Yeah? Yeah, I think that's, that's awesome right there. Your words, speech, and declarations are keys for you to receive your inheritance from the kingdom of God. Anybody know what an inheritance is? It's something you don't earn. This is true. This is true. I was part of an inheritance once. It was a very. Well, actually, I don't even know if you can call it inheritance. I guess I couldn't call it inheritance. No, so I'm probably wrong using that word. But uh, what it was is when my mother passed away, and uh, she didn't have a whole lot of money, but she was a saver, and she had what she needed and all. So my sister took care of all the affairs. I mean, we were there also having to clean out her apartment and all that stuff and all of the goods. And I mean, you know, what am I going to want? From my mother's closet. Absolutely nothing like the song says. So <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't wear dresses and you know other things. So, but anyhow, make a long story short. Uh, my sister's the one that headed that up, and so we moved things out and all. And so after everything was all paid and done and settled, because my sister told me it's probably going to take a while, but she had a few grand in the bank. So whenever that all gets settled then we'll just divide it equally up in how many of us. And, and, yeah, at that point, there would have been five of us. Not everybody's, not everybody's present right now. Some have gone on. But, uh, so anyhow, I I I do forget to tell you the truth, but I want to say it was probably like around $800. So it wasn't an inheritance. Good point. I would I have used the wrong So it was not an inheritance, but it was something that came to us after everything else was all settled. So... God has various ways to cause things to come to pass in your life. And he can do that and he wants to do that. And so we just have to have our mindset going in that way. And you say, is that all you ever do is talk about money? No. Once in a while I mention something else. But (laughs) But, uh, I enjoy it. I think you enjoy it also. I think it's something... That we all need right now. There's many, many, many people in this country hurting right now. That's right. They don't have much, and that's understandable because of what they've gone through, or whatever. In fact, let me share one more little thing, and I will be brief on this, and it's not on anything you have there. But uh, again, different ministries I follow. This came up. It had it had to do with being in the context of uh, the hard times people are in, stuff like that. And it talked about an individual that was only making $100 a week. Well, $100 a week is not a whole lot of money, especially today. And this is current times I'm talking about. And so, but it was in the context of talking about finances, the kingdom of God, and how God wants to bless you. And so this individual said, he says, I only make $100 a week. And 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 so, get it straight here. They, they they talk to him about the tithe, and he said, "What's that?" And what the Bible says it's the first tenth. that's holy, belongs to God. So it's the tenth. So if the guy's only making a hundred bucks a week, you can imagine how bad that is. And for him to give ten of those bucks up to do that, what's he going to do? And so, this individual, uh, a minister. I was sort of surprised what he said. I don't think I've ever heard it said before. And I questioned that first. And I said, you know what? I think he's right. So he told the individual. He says, don't worry about that. God knows exactly what you have and don't have. If you can't tithe right now, if you can't afford that $10, that's okay. He knows that. It's nothing new to him or whatever. So this minister told them, how about if you took one dollar could you spare one dollar and give that into the offering in the church, and then just trust God and see what her, what He's going to do about that? That began to work in that individual's life. And like I said, when I first heard it, I almost questioned the tithe, the tithe. What's going on here? Well, the guy don't have that money, and so I was I was very glad that that guy mentioned that to him. Now, I don't know what the story is since then, because this was only within probably the, the last month that I heard that. So anyhow, as you can see, I can bump my gums for quite a while, and I'm already three minutes over. So please forgive me for all I'm so. Any other questions? Nobody's going to ask a question now because they want to get out of here. Praise God. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming. It's uh, It's a privilege to share with you about God's word, his kingdom, and finances, and everything else. I thank you for coming, and let's uh, let's pray before we dismiss. Anybody here would like to pray? Don't feel that you have to? I'll beat you on the way out, but no. All right. As they say, seeing no hands. All right, let's pray. Father, I thank you for the time that we have had together this evening. We are thankful for your word, which is truth. We're thankful that the Holy Spirit can take the things of yours, and they can be revealed unto us. We thank you for that. We choose to receive that this morning. I speak your blessing that makes rich and adds no sorrow with it be upon everybody within the sound of my voice this evening before they even get home this night or tomorrow morning or whatever the situation may be, I ask you to speak to them in a specific financial way about your blessing increasing in their life. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus.